Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and today I'm thrilled to be joined by Mayan Lopez, who is an actor and producer on the series Lopez versus Lopez. And I wanted to start by talking about the, the genesis of the show, because it, it started from you and your family creating a lot of social media content, particularly on TikTok during the pandemic. And Debbie Wolf, who's a producer on the show and ended up being the showrunner, seeing this and kind of having the idea of there could be something there that we could really build into a series. And I was really interested in what some of those early conversations with Debbie and with your dad, George Lopez, were in really thinking about the idea of, okay, this is what really connects to people from this social media content, but that's a finite exploration of, of storytelling. How could we really build this out and develop this into something as fully fleshed as a series? I was like, yeah, it was wild. So um, I made a TikTok um, related, like I made TikTok content with my parents. I had a whole series of why do my divorced parents still act like they're married? Because I think during the pandemic, I think a lot of people, you know, branched out and maybe lost connections. But in my case, in my family, we really kind of bonded together as a family for the first time. And my parents have been divorced for 10 years and it was really the most time that we'd spent together. Um, and so I made one where they, you know, things that happened with my family 10 years ago, but people still love to bring it up. You know, my father was unfaithful. And so I was always, and even on TikTok, I was tired of hearing people say it all the time. And it was still, you know, my family had gotten over it. We, you know, we didn't want that to be our, and sometimes people got facts wrong. And so I thought, hmm, what will be able to get people's attention? Oh no, I'll twerk upside down on a wall. And so I did. And um, said, you know, she divorced him and Debbie saw that. And immediately got into a meeting because she has a very similar story to mine. Her father was unfaithful as well. And so, you know, there's kind of universal themes of the father and daughter dynamic. And I think it was very unique to both of us. Um, and so we kind of got all in a meeting together and was like, do we have something here? And we were all kind of looking, we're like, yeah, I don't think my dad, my dad and I really, we would have never worked together in this way. Um, I don't know if we really knew what we were signing up for at first, but as we've gotten into production and started filming, we've really realized that we have a really magical show here. I think it, having that realness to it, I think as much as a sitcom, we're performing in front of a live audience, there are, it's authentic and it's real. And you see some of those moments where we're really speaking as a father and daughter. And, you know, I'm not saying that it's always easy. There's some moments where it gets really real for both of us we have to kind of check in with each other like are are you okay or because I'm okay you know or maybe but to be able to do that because we know like in the original show it's gonna reach a lot of people and that I've always wanted my pain or my struggles and you know my triumphs as well to be shared with the world and I'm so glad that with Lopez versus Lopez we're all able to do that. I also think there's there's such a way in, in comedy being able to really break down barriers and have a lot of dialogue in a way that feels very accessible. You know, it doesn't have to be as didactic. Um, and so how did you really view the show as an opportunity to use comedy as a vehicle to have a lot of conversations, whether it's about that or even, you know, the second episode that talks about anxiety and panic attacks and, and all of those sorts of things, but does it through the lens of comedy in, in a different way? Like, I like to think that comedy is sometimes tragedy in time. And I think enough time has passed for us that we're able to kind of look at it from a different way. It's not as raw, um, the, th the themes that are happening. Um, and I think going forward um, with both of us, I think we're able to see that, you know, talking about anxiety, I think it's always been kind of Lopez versus Lopez. I think it's also the older generation of like, 
the baby boomers versus the millennial and Gen Z, where, you know, in their generation, it was always keeping things very close to the chest. And if it was, it was weak to like express your feelings and that was, you know, you're a sissy or you're blah, blah, blah. But I think with, with my and my character, and I think with George, it's, you know, educating and that's actually very brave to be vulnerable and that you don't have to, we talk about generational trauma and anxiety. And I think from that generational gap, I think it's about education and knowing that you're not alone and also just healing. I think for both of us, this has been so healing because I think for both of us, it was our relationship meant so much to each other that throughout our trials and tribulations, the love and reconnection has always been there. And I feel like that's just a universal theme for families in general, regardless of the relationship, whether it's a mother and son or father and daughter in our case. And to know that there's so much you can go from because life is imitating art. You know, I'm constantly texting Debbie about things that happen in our real life. And so it's so much to play off of. And if it's just the vestibule of my dad and I, um, we can go forward and now we're going to be bringing it to the masses. So as many people can hopefully feel themselves and knowing that you don't have to be perfect to heal. You're just going to have to want to start. I really love that. And I also think in terms of, of acting in a show like this as a performance, it's such a, a unique exploration of character to place play a character in a show who's based off of so many of your own emotions and elements of yourself. And at the same time is a creation for a series. And so there's elements outside of you as well. It's not a literal replication of, of you throughout the show. Um, and so what was that, that journey and really figuring out who does this character need to be? What are the spaces where I want her to be closer to me? And what are the spaces where for the sake of storytelling or for the the sake of certain comedic elements and storyline narratives where it needs to be a little bit outside of me as well at the same time and finding that balance. I think in the beginning, I really thought, oh, I've been in therapy for 15 years. Like I know I'm going to, I always joke that I have a master's degree in my parents' divorce. Like I'm like, oh, I know they're dynamic. I'm going to be teaching you a little things, Mayan. I call her Shmayan, sitcom Mayan. So I was like, I'll be teaching you Shmayan. But really as I started going through filming and, and production, I realized oh, my character actually communicates better with my dad than I do. Cause I think I've gotten just complacent sometimes and a little more comfortable cause I get a little afraid, but I think Ryan, the character, you know, she's a mother, she has her own family, she has a job and a house. And, and so there's more responsibilities that those are milestones that I haven't ticked yet. And so she has an amount of confidence that as I've been playing her, I've kind of been able to get in my own, in my own life. And so it's been incredibly healing, um, sometimes really raw, and I don't know how I'm going to go on, but I think as an actor, I'm able to, I'm willing to put myself in an uncomfortable situation because I want this to reach and to connect with as many people as possible. And if there's one moment where I can feel a little bit uncomfortable and it can be hopefully for someone that moment that where a light bulb strikes or they pick up the phone and they reconnect with a family member because of something that they watch, that's incredibly worth it to me. And so even being a Latin woman on a network and being a representative of my community, I feel like the culture really drives me forward. And so I've had to be very brave um, I've given myself a lot of grace, but I've also been having so much fun. 
That's amazing. And, you know, like you were saying before, there are moments where it feels incredibly real. Even when you're filming scenes, it feels like you and your dad just having a conversation through these characters. Um, And I think what the show does really well is that balance between the emotional heartfelt moments and then also the blend of comedy. And so in going into making this show, did you and your dad and, and Debbie kind of have a sense of how you wanted to create that that space that really allowed for both of those to come forward in scenes or was some of it, you know, the writers in the writer's room really figuring it out and figuring out the tone and some of that happening on set and kind of trying it out in scenes and trying things in different ways? I think at the beginning of process and still to this day, we, you know, I call into the writer's room and they were, or it's very open. We're able to ask questions. We're able to add also being a producer on the show, it's already very collaborative, which is wonderful to be in an environment like that. Um, and I think in the beginning, you know, we both, my dad and I both like talked with Debbie separately about like the history of our relationship and where we saw things. And I think the writers took a lot of that as well. And they've, you know, I always, my mom was like, you're, you may have to make notes in these scripts. I'm like, you know, not as many as I thought. I think they really kind of get the universal themes because as much as I'm playing mine. and it's very close to my own personal experience. It's also the experience of the writers and their families and their certain dynamics and even just the Latinx community um, or divorced families as a whole. And so that kind of can sometimes make it seem like I'm not, you know, basically like role playing by therapy sessions like on NBC. Um, it's not like that sometimes, um, which is nice. But when it when it is real, you'll, you feel it. And I, you're able to convey, I'm able to convey that we're all able to convey that on screen. That's amazing. And did you also talk a little bit about how you wanted the relationship between the two of them to progress throughout the series? Because, you know, you don't want to kind of mend all the fences right at once because then there's nothing left to play for in terms of conflict narratively. So it's really that delicacy of, okay, episode by episode, it needs to feel like there's a growth and an evolution and a closeness and little details that weren't there before in their relationship, but also kind of not moving too quickly through it because you're setting it up, not just potentially for one season, but potentially for several seasons and thinking about where it could go much longer term as well I think there's a base of education and I think with in the beginning I think Mayan really wants respect from her father this and our in Lopez versus Lopez um I really in real life I didn't speak to my dad for maybe three or four years that was like the longest that we didn't speak um but Mayan and George are estranged for 10 years so there's bigger stakes so I think they're learning to interact with one another there's a lot of patience there, but I think a lot of teaching of, you know, this is how if in my house, like these are things, how are things are going to be done, which I think as, you know, as you get older, you start to see your parents as people and you have an adult child relationship and how you have to go through those changes of, you know, maybe going up to your room is, you know, a suggestion, not an order, you know, and so you, we have that where I think there's moments where we're learning from one another and we're, and I like my dad and I, I think there's a level of trust or a wanting of to build a stronger trust between the two. And I think always that need and that want to be with one another. I think whether or not George and Mayan are butting heads, I think they'll always at the end kind of always want to resolve and be together. And so I think with this show and I think with my dad and I and personally, like we're able to heal. And I think there's going to be times where they butt heads and this, but this and that, but I think it will always come back to the love. 
And what was important to you both in terms of of the relationship that his character has with his ex and, and with Mayan's mom on the show? Because that's also something where, you know, they could be completely estranged on the show, mm-hmm. but kind of going back to what you were saying about your own parents' relationship, you know, one of the first episodes, he goes to her to ask her for advice with their daughter. And so there is, again, kind of that, that rekindling and that element of trust that they still have with one another. And so how did you really want to see that play out or what were the important elements to you? Yeah, it's like, I always like to say that there's no divorce when there's a child. Um, there is always going to have to be, and I, which I hope, you know, I know it's not always the case, and sometimes not always the case in my real life, it goes up and down, but I hope that, you know, there's a friendship that has to be there. And I think especially when there's the element of me, my character, Maya, and having her own child, there's an element of family that, you know, you want them to be friends, you want them to be together for Christmas, you want them to be there for those big milestones. And so I think, you know, even with a marriage with George and Rose, even though they're not together, they have a history with one another. They were friends, they were partners. And I think that shouldn't go away because that is, you know, regardless of whether your relationship ended, that you still have love somewhere for one another. And I think that's so great for, you know, me personally, having both of my parents together, knowing that I can breathe when they're in the same room with one another. They're able to put their, like, like many parents, like being able to put their personal things aside because the wants and needs of their child is most important. And I think in Lopez versus Lopez, sometimes that's the case, but most of the time it is. And with Mayan as a character as well, you were saying earlier how there's ways which she's able to express herself kind of very forthrightly with her dad, but there's also moments where she's still uncertain of her voice. There's things that she doesn't bring up straight away, or even, you know, there's that moment where through her work as a vet tech, there's a client that comes in and it kind of takes her a while to find her voice to push back on that. And so how did you find the spaces of where you felt like she would be really confident and really forthright and on the surface with what she's thinking and what she's feeling and where she would perhaps be a little bit more hesitant to speak her mind or say certain things out loud to people? Yeah, I think when um, I know in my personal life and I think it can speak to God, it sounds so meta, like when it speaks to me, Mayan, but also speaks to this, Mayan, you know, but I think when at least for both, I'll say for both of us. Um, when it gets a little bit too close to home or it reminds if, you know, there's someone that you don't have that relationship with and, you know, it's just someone on the street or your coworker, they don't remind you of anybody, like you're able to have a little more confidence. But when there's themes or you feel a certain trigger, um, it brings up cer- certain emotions of like abandonment or being scared of retribution or, you know, being yelled at or you know, any, anything, um, I think there can be a little bit of hesitancy. And I think in those, for, for Maya, I think it's like when she has to be brave and, you know, growth, you know, sometimes life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Like, I think you have to be brave and vulnerability is very brave. And I think going forward, growth is painful, but that's because you're evolving into something else. And the more that you do something, the, the more, yeah, the more that you do something, the easier it becomes. And so I think in those moments where you may feel like you want to go inward, those are the moments where you have to go out. And I think Mayan does that with her dad and sometimes, and I think there's sometimes where you have to give yourself a little grace, but you come back to it. 
There's also instances where there's there's voices around her who are trying to project certain things and she's very steadfast and very adamant in this is what I think and this is what I feel. You know, one example is her dad criticizing certain things in her husband and she's just like, no, like that doesn't matter what you're saying. Like this is my relationship and this is how I feel about it. So I'm not even listening. Um, and so did you kind of want her to be someone that has a very strong sense of self and, and is very comfortable being very forthright in that? I did because I think that represents like the young, like Gen Z millennial woman, or that's the kind of woman that I want to be is that someone that will speak up for, you know, having their own relationship and having their own family. And, you know, mine is the matriarch now of her own family. And so she gets to make the rules and lay down those foundations that she wants her family to look like. And I think one theme that we, we go back to currently is like, frequently also is um, generational trauma and wanting to stop that spout. You know, things keep going past and going past. And I've, in my life, I, I want to be the person that kind of stops that, you know, I know as parents, like, you know, you'll, you'll, there's no guidebook, there's no manual, you know, you're going to make mistakes, but if, uh, if hopefully someday I can make that and Mayan does makes those choices that she's going to try to do what's best by her child. And if that means, you know, putting, going back and forth with George, that's what she's going to do because that's what's important to her, her moral compass and her moral code. And you were talking earlier about the the collaboration with the writers and it just, you know, as a producer, it always feeling like you had a voice in, in how the show was being crafted and the way that this story was being told, but also in terms of performing on the show, what are some of the tools that that really gave you? Because it's not a case of, you know, getting the scripts and showing up and, and kind of doing the backstory work, but really being there for all those creative conversations and even just knowing, okay, this is how we're going to film the show. This is what feels important in terms of production. And so what are the tools that that gave you for your performance coming in armed with just so much information by being such a part of it? But I think um, it's interesting because I think sometimes it's, I've had to work a lot on, because I'm, I'm, so used to performing live I was an improviser and sketch performer and and I studied comedy in Chicago for many years and so I was very like performing in front of a live audience that was what I was more comfortable with like being learning how to work with a three camera sitcom as its own art and so that was really the learning curve for me and I think there's sometimes on set where the line producer will come up to me and she'll be like you know Mayan that came off a little angry and you know I'll be like oh well I just looked at my dad and that's what came out, but that's me like saying the line, not Mayan saying the line. And so some, there's a little internal struggle I have with it's Lopez versus Lopez, but it's Mayan versus Mayan where I was like, okay. And it makes me think some, it makes me think like I have to go home and really like go into therapy and be like, God, am I intense? Like, am I still this intense? But I think on set that makes it its own interesting thing that, you know, I have to go through things as an actor, I have to play this character. And um, it's, it's, it's difficult when you're, you know, on the George Lopez show, he had, my dad had an actor play the grandmother role. I have the actual person that, you know, in the past has caused me pain, but Mayan, you know, has a different story and different relationship than I do with my dad. And so going and really still, I'm still figuring it out. Um, I'm in a good place now with it but it's been where you know I have to kind of escape into the character and I have to take my own things out of it and when I leave the soundstage then I'll worry about what I want. 
I love also that you're you're bringing up your previous experience in performing live and and studying comedy, you know, and it sounds like in the way that you you talk about growing up that you've kind of always thought very judiciously about comedy and and structure of jokes and that watching your dad perform as a kid, it you know, that you were always it wasn't just watching a performance, it was like, okay, so like what's really landing in that joke and why is it landing in this way? And so what do you feel over the years of of watching him as a performer and and studying the art form yourself and, and with having performed live? so much that you've really kind of come to understood about formation and structure and delivery of jokes that really has lent itself to working on a show like this Uh, like it has helped me but also there has been an element where you know yes I may know everything but I have to be able to be open to being to learning um as well because as much as I'm I'm more prepared but I still have room to grow and I am continuing to grow as we film you know, being, I actually didn't see my dad do stand up until I was 21 years old because it was too dirty. And so I really knew the sitcom like version of my dad. And that's like really what I studied or, you know, just me and him going back and forth with each other, um, bouncing off one another. I think that's really what is so comfortable on set is that, you know, if I have a joke that doesn't land right, I'm able to go over to my dad and be like, what do you think? And you know, maybe he'll come over to me and be like, what do you think? And we're able to, you know, just like we were at home when we, when we lived together, that we're able to bounce off one another and enjoy each other's company. And going and being able to see my dad, you know, when I first saw him do stand-up, I was like, oh, I get it. Like, wow, I understand why he's who he is because he's just that great. And he's, but he's always worked at just wanting to be the best comedian that he could be. I always don't think that my dad is a celebrity. I just think that my dad is someone who's really good at their job. Now being able to go back on set with one another and, you know, be able to bounce off one another and kind of, I'm, I'm learning so much from him. And I think maybe he's, you know, learning and seeing me in a different light. That's, you know, we're both pushing each other. That's amazing. And I've also heard you say that one of the things that you fell in love with very early on with entertainment and the industry was actually the business side of it. So mm-hmm. it, it wasn't even just about what it's like to perform live or to be on camera, but really a lot of the behind the scenes elements. What have been some of the sides of, of the business aspect of it that you've been really drawn into? And do you feel like that's also really helped you in working on the show and, and working behind the scenes as a producer? Because that is so much that side of it as well. I think it's such a gift because I think as an actor, you know, you get the script and that's what it is. And I I feel it's such a privilege to be able to have a creative say. And, you know, even on our show, it's very unique. It's like we will, you know, the writers or if the actors have, you know, their own life experiences, we open the floor to everyone because we have so many minds around us. It's like it would be, you know, a fool's errand to not use them. And to not use all the experiences that we have collectively to make something really special. And I think going to work every day, I don't know if I can speak for everyone, but I can speak for myself that it creates such a fun environment that, you know, yes, there may be things that get vetoed, but your voice will be heard. And I think being able to have a, a say like that, I've always fell in love with, you know, what made something good or what things could be added and, you know, you know, even though I was in the background, I absorbed so much and to be able to learn more every day on set, um, but also kind of have the experiences that I've learned because my mom was an executive producer, casting director, and 
you know, it's the show business and to be able to be a representative. Cause I think seeing my, my, the show started when I was five years old. So I kind of saw my dad's career grow. And so I really saw how hard my dad worked and my mom worked to create the, the foundation of what our family, the family business is the George Lopez name and now the Mayan Lopez um, name. And so, you know, being able to be representative and seeing my dad not take certain roles because it would be a bad uh, representation or a stereotype that we would not want to continue. And to see that and see how representation has grown, you know, there's some things that we, there's definitely needed more of it, but to know that my parents for the last 35 years have pushed to representation to see where it is now. And for me to kind of have that torch from what I've learned and, you know, what I want to put out there and to kind of carry that forward means the absolute world to me. And I'm so excited. That's so, so great to hear. And I'm so impressed by the journey of, of just what this show is and how it's come together. So congratulations on everything with the series. And thank you so much for talking about it. Really oh, thank you it. so much, Maura. This was wonderful. I've actually, I've said answers I haven't even said before. So this is very exciting. <laughs>